Yo, what is good? Big Mike, King Midas, the Savage, here with OJ, my man Timmy Bricks. What up, Timmy? What's up, boys? How's What's going on? How's that beard going, Tim? Is it still looking sexy? <laughs> I actually just trimmed it down yesterday. Did you? She's you, gone. You gave in, huh? Yeah, I lost a couple pounds. <laughs> What's <laughs> up with you, OJ? Everything good? Yeah, everything's good. Everything is good. Nice, nice. So, uh, you know, doing our thing, jumping on here. I have a couple topics we want to touch on tonight. Um, first one I want to jump into is people keep asking me why certain players aren't worse as much as other ones, even uh, specifically Jimmy Butler and, and Adebayo. Why haven't their card prices really risen despite them making it in? I mean, now they're in the fucking finals. Right. Right. And I mean, they've gone up a little bit, but they don't see the kind of, they don't see like hero numbers or what uh, Kawhi was doing there for a second. And everyone else that was, you know, they're, they're not jumping like other people's cards jump. And they're basically the questions why. So what, what are your thoughts on that, Timmy? What do you think the reason is? Well, I mean, when you take a guy like Kawhi, who's who's a two-time champion, right? I mean, people are anticipating him for another, th- like for a third one. So I think there was a lot of hype heading into that. Plus, uh, you you put into the factor of that first-year Clipper card too. So I, I think there was a lot of hype for Kawhi to to win his third championship. But touching on the point, touching on the point of the players to the Heat, you know, Jimmy Butler. We can call him kind of an older player in the league, even though he's still young. Uh, I think the prime for him to do well over the course of now his fourth team has kind of already passed. I mean, yes, we are going to see a slight increase in his in his pricing only because of that current finals hype factor. But again, it's just like he, he, he was he was too dynamic too late, I think. Um, and the same you could say for for Bam. I mean. We've seen historically that center cards, you know, players in the center position, their cards don't really spike up that much. I mean, I'm not going to compare. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and compare Bam to, to Zion by any means, but there was there was more hype for Zion than than Bam out of bio. Nobody really knew who he was, um, but but here we are now in the finals. And and listen, Hero's balling out. I think Hero's going to be a Hero's like a, a, a crowd favorite right now. So. We all love him. I mean, he's a scrappy dude. He's he um, he he just does his thing out there. I mean, and I think that there's more hype for Harrow more than any of those guys we just mentioned. Yeah, yeah, and I think also part of the problem with Jimmy Butler is um, is his previous reputation. Um, he, he's been known to be, and I think I think he's misunderstood in that regard. Um, that, but he had been known to be sort of like a locker room cancer, so to speak. And yes. a team ruiner, you know, to be, you know, you, you can't build uh, around Jimmy Butler, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, I think he's starting to disprove that a little bit and, and show that, A, he was in some really bad organizations that were run really badly. Um, so, you know, it's a little bit easy to be known as a, as a cancer when you're speaking out about how, you know, to the management about how bad things are being run. And then they want you to shift out of town. Um, and now you see he's, he's kind of found a home in Miami where him and the whole um, organization kind of have the same mindset. They're, 
they're hard workers. They want, they expect the best out of everybody. And I think that's all Jimmy Butler ever wanted was, was everyone to put forth their best effort. He's a hard worker. He's a blue collar guy. He was never known as the, as the, the blue chip prospect. You know what I mean? He would, he had to work for everything he got. And I think that those type of players, they don't necessarily translate because he, he wasn't, he didn't have the fan for even coming into the league. I mean, he, you know, he was a high draft pick, but he didn't, he wasn't a, a Zion or a Jao or a Luca or even a Trey Young. Um, right. You know, so, you know, it's it, like you said, now here he is. He's, he kind of seems like he's old. He's not that old. Um, but, you know, he's been on a bunch of teams and had that reputation. So it's kind of like people are holding their breath. Like, all right, well, uh, right, what's going to happen next year? Is, is he going to start barking? Is he one out? Uh, you know, not realizing you know, he's found a home over there, you know? Now, out of Bayou, though, he's, what, 2017? Yes, yes. yes. He's uh, not yes. that far removed. Right. It's not like he's – because I, I also look at Jimmy Butler more like a vet than uh, right. the rest of these guys. Yeah, so Bam's I, definitely younger, and uh, and I think Timmy, you know, touched on that with the big man, you know. I mean, he, you know, he's not – he doesn't have the type of game that translates necessarily to the hobby. He's not out there shooting threes. He's not a – you know, a spread kind of guy. He's, uh, you know, he's blocking your shots and he's, he's slam dunking the ball and, yeah. you know, that right. kind of stuff. And, and to yeah. touch, right, and to touch on the 2017 factor, I mean, it, it's, it was kind of like a, it's like a slow-moving draft, right? I mean, even with Jason mm-hmm. Tatum, even with De'Aaron Fox and Donovan Mitchell and Lonzo and, um, and Lonzo and Markel Fultz. I mean, these guys, I don't even think have really tra- uh, tapped into their true full mm-hmm. potential yet. Yeah. You know, other than the 18s and the 19s where we see these guys come out flashing like crazy. But, you know, even those names we just mentioned for 2017, these guys really still haven't broken their right. bubble yet. Listen, we don't even know if they really do have the potential to do it yet. I, honestly, I'm a little surprised that out of Bayou's uh, cards prices didn't go up. Yeah. I know traditionally big men aren't worth that much money, but I feel like so much has changed in this hobby with the influx of all the new people that I would think that that wouldn't really matter right now. Right. Now he's putting in work right. out there. He's, he's young. I feel like he's likable. He's a beast. He is a beast out there. I mean, you know, I'm I'm actually a little more surprised with his prices. Yeah, I mean, they went up a little bit. You know, they, they just didn't see the four X, you know, or the five X that we're that we're used to seeing. I mean, I think his optic, I I haven't checked lately, but I don't know. It might have went from like fifteen to thirty or thirty five. You know, so it might have like two X. You know, but it definitely yeah. didn't spike like a normal. You know, a key player on a finals team. You would think they would use spike like 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 a Tyler Hero, you know. So if they win, do you think either one of these two guys' prices explode? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't. I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. No, I think Hero would explode so. I mean, if if they win because yeah, if they win, that means Hero has to play a role. You know, like especially yeah. now. I mean, Jimmy's got his ankle banged up. Um, Bam's his his wrist is hurting him again. Now Goran Dragic is out. You know who might spike this uh, this finals? Yeah. Kendrick Zion. I know it was garbage time. I get it. But, you know, it looks like he's ready to take back his role. Now, Dragic's yeah. done for the series, I think they said today. Yeah, so, now he's done. You know. Yeah, yeah, this is, this is, this is none time yeah. for sure. But, you know, even uh, – so even though we know in modern-day basketball, right, 
that the, the five spot, the big man, the centerpiece, like it used to be back in the 90s, is definitely not the same position, right? So it, it's almost like teams are playing in, in a two-power forward set. So, I, you know, it's like I think the big man's going to start getting a little bit more respect, as we see with Anthony Davis. Uh, Zion and, and Anthony yeah. Davis, even right. uh, Bam out of Bayou. Like, I don't think, like, it's funny. I can even mention the name like Carl Anthony Towns. And, like, you know, he's just in a bad spot. But I think if Towns gets moved to the right to the right city, I mean, I yeah. think Towns is Mike even knows a guy that could start Towns. I got, I got Towns. I, I think if he go, he, he's due to go to a big market team. And, uh, and I, I expect his cards to go up when he does. He, there's no way he's staying in Minnesota. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, you could right. see him going to a Knicks or to a Chicago Bulls. Or, you know, uh, something like that, which would obviously make his card price. You know, DeAndre Ayton, you know, a big guy. You know, these guys, like, you know, you, you see that they have the potential for their cards to go, you know. But it's like they they just need that that push. I don't know what it's going to be, though, you know. Right. And it's so funny you mentioned DeAndre Ayton because I have a couple cards of his mm-hmm. that I'm holding on to. You know, with the Suns kind of making the push that they did towards the end, you know, with Aiton hopefully playing in a full healthy season. And Marvin Bagley is another one, right? So there's DeAndre Aiton being the center and and Bagley being a power forward. I mean, these are two big guys that have a lot of potential in the hobby, and I think there's a lot of hype. There was a lot of hype in 2018 for these guys, too. Right. Yeah, I've given up on Bagley. He can't stay healthy. Yeah, Bagley, I hear, I hear <laughs> you. The injuries are a problem at this yeah, point. Yeah, he's got, he's got right. bad feet, but – you know, it, it's a guy that he's a guy that if he stays healthy, the Kings have a good right. young nucleus where they can do some damage out West. I mean, I'm not going to say they're going to win a championship next year, but, you know, they can they can start breaking in and making a name, a name for themselves. Eight spot, seven spot, whatever it may be in the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I yep. agree. And like you said, the Suns look like they're primed to, you know, to really take a step up. So that means eight and obviously Booker, you, we, we already know about him, but you know, as far as the big men. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, we're, we're going to see what happens next year and see if, if like, these little uh, short-term things that we saw, like some, you know, some attention being paid to some of the bigger men, hopefully that carries over to next year and really, like, starts to take hold there, you know? Yeah. And we're, so right. we're not sure what happens with their uh, prices, but um, Zion, somebody asked if he's reached his peak. Do you feel like Zion's peak has already happened? No. If 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 he reached his peak, I'm in trouble. <laughs> I, I, my, the short answer is no. I, I don't think so. I mean, he's, he hasn't played all that much. I mean, you yeah. Know? And then you can't right. take you can't look at what happened in the eight game stretch in a bubble in the middle of a pandemic coronavirus when you guys had just a bunch of whole time off and and, and extrapolate that to the rest of his career like that's. You know, that's not fair, you know. So I think everyone needs to chill out about Zion. As soon as the preseason starts back up, you know, he's going to be, you know, slamming down the house again, and people are going to remember why we love him so much. A hundred percent, man. We see all this money just moved from basketball straight into football. Right. I mean, right over. And <laughs> right. basketball prices have plummeted, and it's like I'm in, like, crazy mode buying because everything is so cheap. Mm-hmm. And I think everyone's crazy for dumping all this stuff for these prices. And how, yeah. how does everyone not realize that next season when it, the money's going to flow right back to basketball? Right. Again. 
And, it, right. and it, we're not even talking because people have short-term thinking, you know. So yeah. uh, you know, I sell it, and we're not even talking that far. We're in, we're in October. They're talking about starting the season in January, February, you know. So it's like it, it's not a normal off season either. So it's like we're gonna be right back to it before you even know it. And Pete, you're gonna see them prices and be like, oh man, I shouldn't have sold them Zion's, you know. Exactly, Timmy. Now uh, Luca, right. you're, you're familiar with all the Luca prices as well. What was what was his peak? Like uh, 2k on the PSA 10? Yeah, uh, yeah, it was about 2k on the PSA 10. I think it was almost a thousand on the nine, so almost almost like a 50 percent cut. Yeah. Between those two. But even even Luca's Luca's have been dipping down, and and as we know. I think besides LeBron, I mean, as far as current players, he's like the most sought-after player right now. Oh, definitely. And then uh, and next season as well. Yeah, I mean, and that, listen, the hype could very well lean towards a jaw or a Zion. I mean, I, I wanted to make one point on Zion where, yeah, we haven't seen him play a full a full season. And those eight games in the bubble – he was right. unlimited time. Yeah. They didn't even play him full minutes. We've never seen Zion without a minutes restriction. We've never seen him, you know? So Correct. all those numbers, right. even when he was putting up 20 and 10, and, you know, that was all in 24 minutes and 26 minutes. Like, we've never seen him play a full 36, 38 minutes, you know? And, you know, so, like, Correct. if he's putting up 20 and 10 in 26 minutes, what's going to happen when you give him another 10 minutes, you know? Like, yeah. you know, now granted, I get what people are concerned. They see he's, you know, he looked a little out of shape. He was, you know, huffing and puffing, looking gas. I get it. But again, you know, we're, we're, we're in, we're in a pandemic. He, you know, they were off for so long and, you know, and the, the kid's 19 years old or something or whatever, however young he is. I mean, it's, it's like, you know, give him, a, give him a little time. He's probably still growing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Right. Yeah. No. And here's and here's and here's two more points I want to make on Zion because I don't I, I don't want to go too heavy on him, but except for the fact of buying him now, right? So aside from buying him now, because we know that he's a buy for sure, but two things, two points I want to make on Zion. One, he he was statistically named top three finishers in the league. What I mean by finisher is putting the ball in the basket under the rim, right? So he was top three, I, I believe, under LeBron and AD. So that's one thing to, to look at LeBron uh, Zion's Zion's paint production this year. Okay. Uh, and, and the second thing, um, the second thing is you can make 280 pounds work in basketball. Okay. With the right strength coach, with the right strength coach and the right conditioning coach, you can make 280 pounds work in modern day NBA. Those are the two points I want to make. Yeah, no, I'm listen. I don't know what his future holds. But I mean, short term, or we're talking about buying Zion now. And if you want to sell him next season, or if you want, think he's going to be the next best thing and hold him, I mean, regardless, his prices are going to go up again. There's no re- reason to of think course. that Zion's prices aren't going to explode when he comes back next season. Right. And I'm all over that shit. Even if it's e- even if what exactly. people are saying. Um, you know, and they, they don't think that he's, uh, you know, a play and they think he's out of shape and he's going to be, even if you think that, which I don't, um, he's still a play because that won't, people won't realize that until this season gets back underway, but that the hype will already have gotten there again. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, even if, even if it's a short term instead of a long term, he's still a play anyway you slice it, you know? Right. Because now we know with... With the 2020 draft right. not being as 
exciting. I mean, people are going to still look at these guys. And, and again, I'll say it again. With Zion not playing a full season, we haven't seen his full And I keep hearing people say that about this new rookie class. They're not that exciting, that they think they're going to come back to this class. And honestly, I mean, they don't have to do much for people to fucking freak yeah. out and think they're the next best. Yeah, and, the, and and you don't think you people know? are going to be chasing LaMelo Ball. And, exactly. You know, and there's a couple or, other ones. There's James Wiseman people talk about. There's the, the number one overall, the, the one that they keep talking about. I mean, there's going to be a few players, you know, but it's not like I get it. We don't have the the hype like a Zion and a Ja like we did. Yeah. We're getting spoiled, you know. We had Zion and Ja. We had Trey and Luca. Right. You know, and you know, so it's like we expect that kind of hype for every draft class. And you know, sometimes it does that doesn't mean there's not going to be uh, players that maybe players, you have to wait yeah. for them to join their team and see how they're playing. And then it's like, wait, that rookie's he's he's balling, you know. Yeah, no, you see how they react. Right. It doesn't take much for everyone to react right. to uh, one of these rookies goes out and puts. Uh, first of all, one of these good rookies get drafted to a team that looks like there's potential right off the bat. There's hype, and then uh, yeah. you know, let them go put up twenty points in a preseason game and forget about it. You know, but <laughs> right. so uh, who okay. was it? Mister Lee, I think, was asking <laughs> about uh, eBay, eBay versus Facebook. <laughs> I guess pros and cons Ooh, okay. of the two or. Mm-hmm. I mean, I always take for granted that everyone knows what the fuck we're talking about all the time, you know, and I forget that some people are like brand new to all yeah. this and don't don't get. Yeah. And there's tons <laughs> of people that we fuck with in groups that don't touch eBay. Right. They want nothing to do with eBay and the fees and all, all that stuff. It's yeah. just, and it's a turnoff for a lot of people. And I mean, I, I've done both, but honestly, I try to veer away from eBay myself. I think eBay, if you work it the right way, is a tool just like anything else. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know if you want to rely right. on eBay to be your only tool. Like, you know, again, we can start running through the pros and cons of them. Um, but just like anything else, eBay has a certain you know sweet spot where if you have this type of card you want to go sell it on ebay you know there's there you know sometimes it too if a card's too expensive you know it won't sell in a group you know people are looking for you know cheap rad spots or cheap deals or you know under ebay comps or something like that and if you got a guy that you've been you know working an investment strategy on and you necessarily don't want to go too far under ebay comps and maybe you want to pop pop it up on eBay where it's, you know, going to be thrown in front of a whole lot more eyes. Um, yeah, there's a lot of eyes on eBay. For Like if you have a uh, a low-numbered Lucas Samonic card. Exactly. Like, I, don't, I don't know anybody who collects right. them. But I, I guarantee there's a, a, a collector on eBay that's looking for his stuff, yeah. you know? Yeah, same thing. I mean, you know, if you have, you know, that's where I go to get my low-pop cards and stuff too is, you know, and there's certain cards that just, you know, look, you, you know, you have a, uh, a, a, a Giannis, um, you know, PSA 10. It may not necessarily sell in a, in a, in a, in a Facebook group, you know, but it may, it may, you know, some, somebody's looking at it on Facebook, you know, I mean, on, uh, on, on eBay. eBay. Right. Um, Although there are these, there yeah. are so many Facebook groups that are, uh, the, um, yeah. Yeah, high end. Yeah, no, there's there's higher end yeah. ones. Uh, Timmy introduced me to one that don't it won't even let you raz a card unless it's more than what was it a hundred bucks or something. Right. Hundred dollars. Yeah, which isn't high. I mean, that isn't necessarily high end, but they do have high end right. Facebook groups. 
but they're doing like 200 right. and 300 fatals like you know bottom pays 300 i mean yeah yeah <laughs> but that's besides the point right so when it comes to when it comes to ebay right yes there are more eyes um but mm-hmm. the fees are the biggest problem right so it's it's temp it's it's like it averages out to about 10 percent to ebay and three percent to paypal right because you're doing like a goods transaction mm-hmm. you got to have your money covered and and you're basically paying ebay to to list your card right so to put it out there in the market so the, this hobby is so funny though because we never want to sell on eBay. Yeah, but we yeah. always use eBay as the the price guide, right? Now, when it comes to comping a card, right? People don't realize that ten percent gets taken off, like thirteen percent gets taken off that number. So if you have a hundred dollar card that sold for a hundred bucks on eBay, your net is thirteen percent less that. So you're really only at what eighty seven dollars, yeah. right? So that's so $87 plus shipping is really your true comp. Um, but then again, your card may not even sell on Facebook because it, it could be something, like you said, something really weird, something really random that, you know, the average person on Facebook isn't looking for. The Facebook people are looking for the hype, right? So they're always looking for the Zions and the Jaws and the Lucas and and maybe some crazy Kevin Durant or something like that. People, the, the Facebook people want what's hot. That's what they're looking for. Yeah, um, uh, you know, I think, uh, and then the, you, you mentioned the fees uh, on eBay. I think the the next biggest con dealing with eBay is the chargebacks, you know, and the returns. Wow. Right. Yeah, I was, I was where, actually going to mention that. Yeah. In, a, in a very fluid market where, where prices fluctuate up and down on a daily basis. So um, you have you, somebody buys, an, you know, wins an auction or buy it now on eBay. Um, let's call it, let's call it a $200 card. By the time they actually get it in their hands, it dropped down 150 bucks and here, here comes the returns, you know, and eBay typically sides with the buyer, like all the time. Always. Right. They'll sell with the buyer or, or they'll buy a perfect card on Facebook and then say your card was damaged and they'll send you back their damaged card that they have. Or, you know, it's like, all right, so we obviously know everything that's going on in the world right now. It's always, it's like a really shaky, uh, it's a really shaky situation. So people are always trying to get over on somebody when it has to do with money. So you know we've seen it happen with 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 close people in the hobby. You know people trying to get over on somebody, and you know luckily enough there's good people in the hobby to shut that down pretty quickly because it happens not only on eBay but it happens in the Facebook yeah, but not, too. I mean um, but how quick are we on top of those fucking people in the groups? I'd much rather Yeah, do usually I mean the I'd groups I'd much rather do business in the Facebook groups than on eBay. I I'm more confident and I, and we and the Facebook groups get a, a bad rap, I feel like. You know, they always talk about oh, you got to watch out for scammers and this and that and hold eBay to a higher standard when I'm like their eBay is where a lot of the scammers and charge yeah. and it's hard, way harder to do business on there than on uh, Facebook groups. Yeah. And then same thing. Right. And, but, and, and here's, and here's my thing on eBay though. Cause like I, I I've done, I don't want to say I've done a lot of business on eBay. Like I'm uh, you know, top salesman, but like, I'll fucking say it. I I'm do sales. For, <laughs> but, but here's the deal. Like I do sales for a living. Right. And if I'm not thorough with my job and thorough with my explanation, then, something is going to go wrong, right? So if you A to Z your sale on Facebook, meaning post all the right pictures, uh, if there's defects or damages or whatever the case is, if you point those out and you put it in your description, 
you're going to win. You're going to win any kind of argument. As long as you're thorough in your sale and you don't leave any doors open, you don't, you won't run yeah, the risk a lot of, those of them, I mean, you know, a lot of them, you could just put, I changed my mind on this item. It doesn't even have to be defective yes. or like you said, they could swap it out with another card, send, you know, post photos on eBay, you know, when they t- tell you to put supporting photos and they're taking photos of a damaged card. And you know what I mean? That, that isn't the one you sent them. You know what I mean? So, you know, Right. I video. I, I actually yeah. video everything I send. What? That's yeah. a lot I mean, of look, people, I know me. people that, that. Well, but not for nothing. If it's going to like, listen, yeah. on the dollar cards, I'm not going to, you know, one dollar, two dollar, even ten dollar cards. I'm not going to I'm not going to front on it. But if I'm sending out five, six, eight thousand dollar cards, yeah. you best bet I'm going to have every bit of every bit of. Uh, yeah, I know people that, proof that, that video themselves opening all the packages they get when they buy cards because, you know, this way they can oh, show. That no, I didn't swap this out. You know, I, I, this is a man. We've just had some, our fucking group yeah. is awesome. Above the rim sports yep. cards. Check they it out on Facebook. <laughs> you, you, see, that's, people. that's what I was going to say. They must, the people that give the Facebook a bad rap, they, they, um, they must not have been familiar with our group with above the rim sports cards because, you know, we got Timmy on the prowl. Nobody gets past Timmy. And, uh, <laughs> And, and, and like, uh, so, yeah, and that's funny you say that because like Mike said in the, be- like Mike said in the beginning of this little segment here that we always forget that people don't know, like, you know, they're unfamiliar with the hobby or they're, they're not new to the hobby, but they're new to the whole Facebook concept and, and this kind of new age of, of selling and, and, and being a hobbyist. Right. So like, I always feel bad. It makes it almost come off like I'm like attacking somebody, but they also have to keep in mind too. It's not just them. It, it's, it's multiple. It's like, you know, 20, 30 people a day that we're doing the same thing for. So, uh, and I just, and, and again, I just, it's just like, I feel bad. I, I'm, I'm never meaning to like attack anybody but, yeah, for it. But at the same, at the same it's time, just, but you know, you know what goes that's on. How, that's <laughs> the only way to keep Facebook groups from becoming scam groups and people just running ramps rampant, you know, buying and selling at whatever yeah. prices they want taking advantage of people and all that. I think, you know, yeah, we always bust your balls and, you know, but, you know, every group needs someone like that because, you know, there's a reason why, you know, we ask for front and back photos. There's a reason why we ask for you to coin a card if we, you know, if there's a question, you know, whatever the question, whatever the issue is. Yeah, well, yeah. The you know, there's a reason why we want you to stay within a certain range of comps. Look, you know, you want to try to get ten bucks or whatever. You know, whatever you want to do, it's a raz. You know, but at the end of the day, you got to stay within a certain price because there are people in in here that are new, and we don't want them to get a a, a bad feeling about the hobby and a bad taste in their mouth. And and correct. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like exactly. they're getting taken you know, advantage of or anything it, you like know, that. There's yeah. other groups that that happens all the time in, and I think we do a good job. Um, so, you know, obviously, to go back to the question, I think it's a matter of also getting in, involved with the right groups on Facebook, you know? Yes. Yeah, no, I'm definitely pro-Facebook groups. Um, yeah, I do yeah, I do most absolutely. of my sales on Facebook, but, you know, if, if, if I have no action on a card in, in multiple groups, because – you know, I'm like within five or six groups that I'm highly active in. So if, if I can't sell a good card in five or six groups, it's either one of two things. Either I have to double check my pricing or right. Facebook just not the platform. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I remember I was selling the Karis Levert Green Prism PSA 10, you know, and, and oh, yeah. it, you know, the, the comps were <laughs> what the comps were. 
and people, you know, on Facebook, they were kind of low balling me, and you know, they weren't re- ready to pull the trigger. I put it up on face on on eBay. It sold like the next day. And, you know, it's just because, again, you put it in front of so many eyes. It's one of those cars that a collector would, would like if you're a Karis LeVert fan, if you're a Nets fan, um, anything like that, where, you know, Correct. maybe in the, in the groups that I was trying to sell, maybe there weren't any Nets fans. And they were just like, man, Karis LeVert got that expensive, huh? And, um, you know, where someone else is like, yeah, I like Karis LeVert. I, I, I'm a Nets fan. I want him. I, I see your opportunity. <laughs> well, you know, everyone has different opinions about every, every player, you know. Where I might think he's a sell, other people look at it like, oh, man, that's a buy, you know. Right. And they may even collect the exactly. player because they like exactly. the and There's so many too. more reasons, you know, people PC him or, you know, somebody knows his sister or whatever, you know, who knows what, you know, it could be anything, you know. <laughs> True. Uh, what else? Somebody asked me to bring up uh, Walmart and Target, <laughs> which is such a touchy subject I see in the group, you know. And, so you know what you know what's funny like I, I don't even see it as a touchy subject. I mean, there there are guys mm-hmm. who work their ass off to get these cards. I mean, granted, if they're buying out the whole shelf, then good for them. I mean, one, it's it's not yeah, easy. There's, yeah, there's yeah, I know. And they, 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 you know, they want to be able to walk really in with their yeah, and, but and but listen, two, box, two blaster boxes off the shelf, and you know, and I get it. I get I get all aspects of it. Yeah, well, you know what? It's it's 2020, man. I mean, listen, it's a people right. people use this as a full time job now, and I think that people don't realize that. So you know, granted, yeah, people want to spend their money and harder money and treat their kids to some cards, but. I Guess hear you, pal. you know, and, basketball and cards. you know, you go to Walmart and, the, you know, I, I always, I keep, I keep the photos, Star Wars you know, I mean, Frozen. you got eight guys waiting in the aisle every Friday morning waiting for the MJ Holdings vendor. And, uh, you know, so it's like, <laughs> like, dude, don't be mad at me because if it wasn't me, it's going to be the next guy that walks in that store. So, I, you know, I guess if you want to be mad at the, the state of the hobby, then I guess you could be mad at the state of the hobby, but it's basically, you know, the old man yelling at the clouds. Like, you know, you can either just understand that, <laughs> that that's the way it is now or just keep being pissed off about it every time you walk in and don't see anything on the shelf. Um, but at the end of the day, if people, you right. know, it's supply and demand, just like any other business or, or any other, um, you know, thing that you can sell or profit off of. If, if the demand wasn't there for three, four, five right. times the retail uh, price, then nobody would do it. You know, the, there are cards that people walk in and leave right on the shelf because they, they don't sell. Uh, they don't sell for that much more than the retail. So, you know, it, as long as as long as long you Correct. know Mosaic uh, Basketball Blasters are selling for 130 bucks, best believe there's going to be a line at Walmart every Friday morning waiting for the vendor, you know? Uh, so, yeah. I, I, right, and... and- and just like cards, right? Just like cards, the market sets mm-hmm. the price right. on the product. So whether it's retail, whether it's retail uh, blasters or megas or or anything that you could buy in a Walmart or Target, the market on eBay or or sales on Facebook is going to set those prices. So yeah, we know that the blasters are twenty twenty five dollars, but if they're reselling for sixty dollars, guess what, pal? It's sixty right. bucks. Like. You know, you're not going to buy them for 40 unless you find a friend or somebody who's willing to part yeah. with it for, for less than or you're going to you buy know, for $20, buy 20 less than of comps. them at once. But, yeah. <laughs> right, right. And then, you know what, next next season when there, people are looking for them again, like, I don't think people realize that Mosaic Football is probably going to be one of the toughest products to get a hold of. 
Uh, one, because it's the first football release, mm-hmm. the first real football release, I should say, right? And the second thing is it's the first year right. for Mosaic football. So if these rookies that are coming out like a Burrow or Herbert or, or anybody else, right, this is their first right. Mosaic card ever. Like that's something to yeah. that's something to cherish if, if you're a hobbyist or a collector. Yeah, or and I think it's anything. important to note too, like how we said that the blaster boxes are going for X, you know, X amount over retail. You know, pick your pick your numbers based on the product. But um, you know, I think that it's important to note right. that that's also keeping price uh, the cards of individual cards, the prices of individual cards high. You know, because you can't just walk into a store and buy packs and 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 hit a Zion Prism for for a twenty dollar blaster purchase. You know, um, so you know if you're paying, right. you know, one hundred seventy bucks, two hundred fifty bucks for for that blaster or whatever it is, and you pull a Zion out of it, you're not going to sell it for thirty bucks. You're going to sell it for one hundred eighty bucks. You know, um, so I think it all ties in right. to card prices too. So, you know, the, the same people that are upset that, that, that people are flipping and they can't find product that in their in their Walmarts are the same, you know, might be the same people benefiting from these high car prices. And they're not even realizing that, you know, they're arguing about one thing, but it's directly affecting the thing they're benefiting from, you know. Right. Right. And, and, and like I said, people do have this as a full time job. They have LLCs. They pay taxes. Mm-hmm. This is their thing. Like this is their this is their way of living. It's just like doing real estate. It's just like being a day trader. It's the same I mean, exact it, th- this has been going on forever. It's not just in the card market. Look what happened. When, look what happens when the the new Xbox just dropped. You know, we're, we're, same thing. People yeah, pre-order it. Xbox, PlayStation, sneakers. Pre-ordering it, the pre-orders sell out. Now they're yeah. selling it for three, four hundred dollars more than the pre-order was. When they release, they're going to be sold out of all the stores. Some of the first person that walks in that store is going to buy all the Xboxes that are available, and it's the same exact thing. Like you said, Jordan sneakers. Um, you know, you name it. The new iPod, the new Apple, the the new iPhone. I mean, it, it just it happens everywhere. It's just you know, people people want to, dude. Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny just did mm-hmm. a collaboration with Crocs. Okay, my girlfriend and I were trying to get her these Crocs. They were sixty dollars retail, mm-hmm. and now yep. they're on eBay for three hundred dollars. So, yeah. dude, it's not just basketball cards. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's Bad yeah. Bunny Crocs. Dude. No, well, this is for people who are saying <laughs> that that the whole sneaker flipper culture coming into the hobby is bad for the hobby because of what it, it brings that that whole. Uh, flipping right. culture to it which i i don't agree with i think the more the merrier i don't care yeah you, you know yeah you know, do your thing. i mean listen you need guys like that because again they're the ones that are driving in the higher prices too because the more people that are in it the higher the, the right. higher the demand is like there's not but now the higher cards, the right? so is are also right. I mean, like if, if we if if we correct, walked into correct, the store because the more any, that they buy the less availability right. if we, if we went walked into the store and we're able to buy anything you know like like the 90s or something then we're back in the junk wax era and then and then everybody pulls all kinds of zions and every you know because that means that there's enough supply correct. to handle everybody's demands but at that point then the card prices ain't worth shit you know but also in the nineties, there was like and two like, different products that came out a year or something. Yeah, Wasn't I mean, there? you know, I mean, two might be not two, but you know, now there's how many different yeah. products does Panini yeah, basketball put that. out a year? Yeah, thirty-seven. It's, it's, or it's a lot, you know. 
Yeah, but keep in mind, Mike. Though that's only one. That's only one company that's putting out cards, right? So, back in the '90s, Topps was putting out baseball. Upper Deck was yeah. putting out baseball. Bowman. Um, uh, Bo- uh, Bowman what, what was, was the other one? Clear. Clear and Bowman. So, like, there was multiple products yeah. putting out one sport. Right? Yeah. True. So now with now with top now with tops, I'm just using baseball as an example. Now the tops is like the sole. Yep. Oh, we're losing you, Tim. Hey, when it comes to the collector and the investor, they're looking for that tops brand. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean it, it's it's uh, it, it's it's definitely. It's a catch twenty two. I mean, like we said, if if it was available to right. everybody, the prices wouldn't be what they are. And you know, then how much money is there really be, to be made? I'm not saying that the flippers are driving the entire, you know, uh, hobby, but it's a factor. You know, it's a it, it, right. I, I I actually think they probably are. I mean, not specifically them, but I mean this new culture of of. And I'm, I'm, I mean, I've been in and out of the hobby mm-hmm. for so many years, so I don't, I don't bulk myself together with these new people, <laughs> but I've never been this into mm-hmm. the hobby as I am now before, oh, you know what exciting. I'm saying? I've always yeah. collected cards, but you know, I love this shit, but I, I mean, they, I, this new group of people are driving the hobby. I don't right. care what anybody says. Right. This is, I mean, look at all the rules that are changing from the traditional way of, of doing stuff. And like we keep saying, long term, it's going to revert back to scarcity and all the, all the main uh, things of the hobby that have always been. But right now, I mean, the wave that's happening and who knows how long this is going to last. Right. For. I mean, I don't see any, I don't I don't see this stopping anytime soon. But as of right now, this is they're definitely driving this hobby. With the with the way things well, are. I mean, especially with with all the celebrities that are starting to head into the hobby now, and and current and past athletes that are that are making their name in the sports card market, um, it, it's that's that only helps, right? So the more the yeah. more publicity, the better. And and uh, what was the I was going to make a point on uh, the retail. Flipping. Who did you show me today? It was a Ken. Oh, uh, Kendrick Perkins. Kendrick Perkins is uh, Perkins. not only yeah. was he endorsing. Uh, collecting cards, but he was endorsing PSA as well. So uh, that was, yeah. Steve Aoki is big into it now. Mark Wahlberg is dipping his hands into it now. Uh, So there's, there's a couple big names. Obviously Gary Vee is just all over it. He's exploding. Um, Yeah. I mean, you're saying even basketball players are are into it. You know, current basketball players are collecting. Like we, we saw that video of Giannis with all his, with his personal collection of himself, right? Jackson Hayes was doing uh, breaks and, you know. Yep. Dylan, Dylan, (laughs) but uh, the one point I did want to make. So like my girlfriend and I will make random trips to Walmarts and targets. It doesn't matter where. And, you know, more often than not, I come out with nothing. Um, and the one point that I made to her was like, you know what? I was like, it's good that I didn't find anything. One of two reasons. One, because the hobby is still hot. People are still looking for the stuff. And two, I didn't have to spend any money, right? Mm. But on the other hand, it's like, you know, I really wanted the stuff because now it's my opportunity to, to, to flip and make money. So like OJ, like you said, it's a catch-22. But, you know, if, if it's not there, it doesn't mean that it wasn't there. You know what I mean? It's just that the hobby is still hot. And, uh, and I'm taking that for granted just like that. You're much more optimistic than me. That's the last thing I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
But I mean, listen, like, I, you've walked in, you've walked into so many stores and walked out with nothing so many times. At this point, it's kind of like I'm expecting. I walk into a store expecting yeah. not to walk out with anything. So right. when I do walk Truth. out with something, dude, it could be a hockey blaster that I was looking for. Like I'm like, ooh, that's my win. You know, that's my win for the day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so guys, we're gonna cut this soon. Um, you want to give uh, you, you want to give a pick for these guys? Somebody you think's a good hold till next season? Ooh. Okay. You got any? I mean, I'm not gonna go obvious. I, I'd say stay away from obvious players, but yeah, I have one. I'm, I have I'm two. Okay I have two. I have one from 18 and one from 19. If you guys are okay <laughs> with that. My 18 player, Devonte Graham. Yeah, you're big on him. <laughs> Yeah. And my 19 player, Keldon Johnson. Hmm. Keldon, huh? Those are my two guys. Hmm. I think yeah, they, with the Hornets, they... the Hornets again uh, speaking about a young nucleus, they they're 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 good. Devontae Graham is uh, one of the highest uh, assists per game um, for point guards, and Keldon Johnson. I mean, he was just a winner. Came out of Kentucky. And uh, I think that he's got. Uh, I think he's got a real chance. Yeah, I was dying. I know. I see a lot of people on a young Spurs roster. I've seen a oh, lot of people got, big on Keldon Johnson. I keep hearing people talk about him. I don't know the Hornets. The Hornets, as a, such a small market team, worry me a little bit. Right. But um, who's my pick? I, I'm going with obvious. I think people should be all over Trey Young. Mm-hmm is super Ooh. cheap right now. And Luca. Luca's Luca's cards have dropped so much and there's no reason to think that they won't go back up or exceed the prices that they were at. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I don't think that I don't think that was a ceiling for him. He has he has an ceiling. unlimited ceiling. It's up there. I'm telling you, Luca Zion and Mahomes for the longest time mirrored each other's P, uh, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The, the ceiling. And and now there's been a large separation and and I think they're definitely all going way back up. Yeah, I, I think I'm all I over think it. Luca's definitely a play. Um I mean, while we're going, you know, popular picks, I think, you know, everyone's down on Giannis right now because a lot of his game, you know, he, he He's struggling to to break through in the playoffs, but he's got big market trade written all over him. Um, there, I, I don't know that that Milwaukee gets to keep him, and if they're smart, they realize that they trade him. And could you imagine if he go if he gets traded to a big market team, what his card prices would do? Like to get paired up with another, you know, explode. superstar. He'll explode. Uh, yep. so, oh, he'll know, explode, dude. I got my eyes on Zion right now, watching his prices fall. Like Mike said, Trey Young. There's no reason Trey Young card should be that low. There's no reason Giannis's card should plummet too much more than they are. And if they do, I'm all over them because you know, a. Even if he does stay in Milwaukee, he's he, he's fantastic, and I get it. Um, you know, there's some holes in his games, but there's holes in a lot of people's games in, in the hobby, and um, you know, I, I I don't see why Giannis, uh, especially if he gets traded somewhere. Um, but then you know, on the lower end, um, I mean, I'm a Knicks fan. I could say RJ, but I, I like Rui a lot. You know, mm-hmm. I like I like. I think he's got a. I think he's got a similar not not to the nearest hype as um, as Luca. But don't sleep on these players with international followings, you know. It doesn't take much for them Correct. to gain a lot of steam. And, you know, Rui was a, was a player last year. 
you know, made a lot of strides. He's on a bad team, but you know, when John Wall and 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 uh, and Bradley Beal and him and and uh, the, the big man Thomas Bryant, um, you know, next year they they'll, they'll all be healthy and you know they, they 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 you know they may make a little bit of noise in the in the East, you know. Um, so I I, I couldn't agree yeah, more. I, I like Rui. Um, if I had to pick one of these young young ones, uh, these new ones, I would go with Rui. Uh, again, I'm I'm a yeah. RJ fan. I'm a I'm a Knicks fan. Again, in a big market like the Knicks, it, it won't take much for, for RJ cards to, to, to go up, you know? No, and they have no. seen now with both of them, Rui and and RJ have a following of like they're just waiting. There's so many people just mm-hmm. waiting for them to do good. And when you have that situation right there, that's when you get the explosion right. of the player. You know what I'm saying? Like, even the, he, he's talking about Devontae Graham. Do you know how many people were on Devontae Graham last right. year when he was getting big, buying, like, going crazy? This dude mm-hmm. hit, like, I don't even know how many threes. And yeah, I remember. It was, like, 11 of them or something. It was yeah. nuts. It yeah. was something stupid, yeah, double Yeah, and, and people were all – and so we know, we know that the potential buyers are there. Cause like we we're talking about before, some people don't get the hobby love and, and we know some of these people absolutely will if they perform. And those are the kind of guys you need to stock up on. If you believe right. in them. Right. And, as, and as we've seen, right. And as we've seen with a guy like Kobe white, all it takes is two or three Kobe, good games in a row for your, yeah. to, that for your name to explode. You yep. Damn right. All right. Cool. Cool. Good all stuff right, guys. guys. Yeah. Awesome. I appreciate it. Yo, everybody, subscribe to the podcast. Come join the group, Above the Rim Sports Cards, on Facebook. We got an Instagram page also, but we really fuck with Facebook. Uh, Come hit us up. Great group of guys. Shout out to the Savages over there. Um, Yo, anybody need anything, hit me up. I'm accessible. Um, Yo, guys, I appreciate it. Have a good night, everybody. All right. Have a good night. Take it on.